Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm, hey, hey, I, I, yeah. I learned something this week. What'd you learn? I learned about this new phenomena called uh, headphone hair. You, you, I, and you, you aspire to have such? I, well, I've had it for quite some time, but somebody told me this week I have headphone hair. It's from all these, you know, Zoom meetings and podcasts. And, you know, I mean, I, I live with headphones on. Well, honestly, I actually sleep with headphones I, on, too. Honestly, how many hours a day do you have mine, eh? Because I'm I'm right behind you there. I have my bows on all the time. Maybe, maybe fifteen hours a day. Fifteen hours a day. Yeah, because yeah, you're on the phone all day and conference calls. And then again, I, I go to I go to bed with music as well. I, I wear my bows noise canceling headphones every single night. Um, do you remember the term cauliflower ears? Yeah, right. I know that's what it feels like. I got cauliflower ears. Oh, you know, that's from wearing funny. So many headphones. That's funny. So a little behind the counter. Oh, say, hey, so, so two good things. Two things. Yeah. Good morning. Two things happen. First of all, right before we went into record here, uh, you take my pad of paper and you put a big exclamation mark on there. Oh, it was blank. Uh, I know, but I love it. I love it because what we do is we come into the studio in uh, the coffee shop. uh, Oh, yeah, the the coffee shop. Once, twice a month, and we record four or five episodes at a time or six maybe sometimes. And... uh, I just feel like I feel like this episode is going to have an exclamation mark on it because oh, I love that. Yeah. So, so got some foreshadowing there. Yeah, we got a table for three today. Oh, I love table for threes. Yeah, so love we, them. So we got Laura with us hey, today. Laura, welcome. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks welcome for to the having me. Shop. Yeah, we are so super stoked. I was uh, be a little more behind the counter. I was talking, introducing uh, Laura to Glenn and. Uh, you know, we just, we just, yeah, a lot going on in her world right now, but yet she carved out time to come physically into the coffee shop and, and meet with us. And we're so grateful you're here. Um, Laura's going to share with us a little bit about, um, uh, smart recovery. And, uh, and so my time in rehab, I'm brand new to rehab, right? I'm brand new to recovery. And, uh, and I went to a rehab facility that talked about AA as an alternative or as an augmentation to life in the real world as you, if you have a desire for. But they also said there's other things out there. So if AA is not your thing, don't be scared away because there's other, there's other solutions out there. There's other alternatives out there. There's a life ring and there's um, smart. And which that stopped me dead in the tracks. I'm like, well, it's got to be good. It's smart. I mean, it's not like (laughs) dumb recovery, you know, which probably would have been, I would have been qualified for, but um, so yeah, so I reached out to to Smart, and they pointed me to uh, to Laura as somebody who's got some experience and and uh, with Smart. So so happy to hear about that. But then we want to save a little time because she does so much in the world of recovery. Nice. Um, yeah, that's why I think this episode is going to have an exclamation mark on it. So I love it. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good segue. Mike. Are you familiar with Smart? Glenn? You know what? Here's where I'm familiar with Smart. In yeah. business, we have Smart goals. Smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And and how 
Okay, that acronym, how long has that been around in the business world? Like, was it written in a book in 2015 for the first time? I think it's been every business uh, course, business program I've been in, business school I've been in. So back to your Kellogg days? Oh, yeah. Okay. Probably before that. And Laura, how long has Smart Recovery been around? Do you know? 27 years. 27 years. Oh, similar timeline. Similar timeline. Yeah, that's great. And our SMART stands for Self-Management and Recovery Training. Okay, smart, smart, say again. Self-management mm-hmm. and recovery training. Okay, excellent. So it's ongoing. It's, I don't, I didn't hear, I didn't hear uh, uh, graduation in there. I heard, I heard training <laughs> and training to me always kind of connotates an ongoing effort to be better. Am I, did I catch that right? Kind of right? Yes, but, and I'll, I'll go mm-hmm. into that. You do, yeah. we do want to see people graduate. Okay. It's not something that you're going to be sitting in a room three times a week for 40 years. Okay. Okay. Good. Interesting. So tell me a little bit about your experience. How did how did you and SMART intersect at the same time? Well, first off, I am a person in long-term recovery, which okay. to me means that I ended my chaotic relationship with drugs 40 years ago, and alcohol wow. took a little longer. It's been okay. about 20. Okay. But I'm not someone who counts days, so I'm not exactly sure. Um, I came to the organization I now lead 10 years ago when I discovered that my son was an IV heroin user. Mm -hmm. And knowing him, I knew that he wasn't going to buy into the 12-step program. Mm -hmm. And being his mother, Mm -hmm. I had to fix him Mm -hmm. because that's what we do. So you were hot hot for a solution. (laughs) So I was looking for answers, and I found Smart. Mm -hmm. And funny thing that happened, he never attended any meetings, Mm -hmm. but it changed my life. Okay. Did did you take some of the tools and the training you learned in Smart and kind of, were you able to transmit some of that knowledge base over to him? I was not only him, but I'm also a recovery coach okay. now. So oh, that's great. I use the tools. And personally, for me, I'm not fighting um, cravings or thoughts about drugs at all. Mm-hmm. But the tools are to be used to change any behavior. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do have um, mental illness, and I use the tools to combat daily depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think you hit on something pretty big. I mean, there's this dual diagnosis, and we've done an episode on it before. But you know, I just know so many people, myself included, that either are, have depression or anxiety, or you know, there's there's other things going on. We're a complex being, you know, and uh, and it, it just it turns out that that addiction, my addiction, sometimes really lamb blasted or you know, exasperated my mental state. Absolutely, so and I, it does. Yeah, right, you know, it's what, a depressant, right? And what comes first? Yeah, Was right. it the, the mental illness the, driving right, substance use right, or right, the other right. way around? I think um, statistics say that 85% of people currently dealing with an addiction mm-hmm. of some sort mm-hmm. also have mental health issues. So about 85% dual diagnosis. Yeah. Usually right. trauma related. Right, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned a lot about that in in my recovery. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it goes back to childhood trauma. Yes. Yeah. I know mine did. Right, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So so smart uh 
help educate me because I'm I don't know much about it. Um, it. Again, you kind of referenced meetings. I mean, is it? Are you going together in group? Uh, how do you how do you move yourself along in smart recovery? Is it is it physical meetings that you go to, and which now probably would be online? Does that kind of thing happen? Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and what type of, type of tools? Right. Oh boy, that's a long conversation. Yep. Um, yeah, Smart's a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. like I said, that's been around for twenty seven years. Uh, there are in person meetings, but what SMART did long before COVID hit, they have a very large online community that's all over the world. Mm. So you were always able to access a meeting of peers mm-hmm. any time of the day, 24 hours a day. Oh, wow. And this, and so they were ahead of the curve. They were, they were doing online in 2000 and oh, 2010 yeah. and yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And um, SMART is a secular program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe that a person's faith often drives their recovery, but mm-hmm. it's it's personal okay. and individual. Mm-hmm. And each one of our recoveries looks different. Sure, you know there is there is no one way. Right, got it. Um, Smart works on a four point program. Okay, um, and I wanted to be sure yeah, I got sure. them in right. order because right. I mix them up. So this would be mm-hmm. this would be tantamount to AA's twelve steps, but you've got four points. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Um, it's maintaining motivation. Okay. Resisting urges. Uh huh. Managing our thoughts, feelings, mm-hmm. and behaviors effectively, and then living a balanced life. I love that. And and those. Those, those are, are the, the principles. Four yeah. The four points. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's secular in nature. There mm-hmm. are no um, uh, sponsors or, or anything like that. Do you work? Do you, are you working collectively with somebody? So, in other words, when you come into Smart, when you came into Smart, Lord, did somebody kind of embrace you and say, "Hey, I've done this before. I can kind of walk you through it." And this then, do you is, do that same thing for the next person? This is one of the. Well, I love everything about Smart, but to be a Smart facilitator, mm-hmm. you have to take training, and it's forty hours. Okay. And you have to be certified. Okay. So, you know, no, you know, Joe Blow can, can, can hang do that. a shingle and say, I'm going to start I'm gonna, a meeting. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You need to be a facilitator and you need to be trained and certified for that. Yeah. Trained okay. and um, you have to hold a mock meeting with, with our mm-hmm. corporate folks. And that's, mm-hmm. um, I like that because right. I had, I don't even get a pedicure without checking to be sure people are licensed. We're licensed, yeah, right. So okay. I'm not going to put my recovery in the hands of someone. That's right. Who Who's... is just like me, right? As gotcha. sick as me or sicker, right? Right. So, so the let's go back to the introduction would be through a meeting either online, so people can go to where to get information about Smart SmartRecovery.org. Okay. And or so there they can find out where meetings are that have these facilitators. Yeah, they can do um, in-person meetings, online meetings, and there is a plethora of information. You can access the whole toolbox, mm. learn the tools. There's so videos. nothing's hidden behind the curtain. There's no Oz here. There's no Oz. Okay, everything is out there for people to to grab a hold of and and educate. So so. Uh, you have effectively used these points 
to kind of battle to to get through your battles, mm-hmm. your internal battles, mm-hmm. and um, and people around the globe are are finding comfort and success in smart recovery. And uh, do they have a? Is there a section where people can go and like hear Laura's story and other people's story? That's kind of like an AA thing. It's like here's my story recovery, and then I went to Smart, and this is how I'm doing it now. And this is there kind of that that thing there? There is Smart has a podcast, and oh, okay. there's a lot of videos okay. online that you can watch. Okay. And Excellent. we have a convention every year. Okay. Where's it at? It's like some more tropical, All over. I hope. Yeah? Sometimes, Sometimes, all over the place. All right. Yeah, because I don't. you don't necessarily want to have it in Joliet, Illinois in January. No. Bad plan. No, yeah, no. no. Totally. So so I was just on the website, and, and I noticed a handbook. What does the handbook contain? Does that contain the information on the tools? Or? Yeah. Yeah, it does. We, we recommend people get the handbook just so they can use it mm-hmm. on their own time. And it covers all of the tools and how to use them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, with your your day job, so that's what you do at night when when you're struggling with your your uh, recovery. You're either picking up the handbook or you're working out for one of these points. Tell me a little bit about what you do during the day. I was so um, I'm so excited about the organization that oh, you're with. Thank tell me. you so much. Um, I work for an organization in the northwest suburbs of Chicago mm-hmm. called Live the Number Four mm-hmm. Lolly. Live for Lolly. Live for Lolly. And it was founded in 2009 after the death of a young man named Alex Laliberte, and his nickname was Lolly. So we live L O L L I, L A L I. Excellent. And his mom, dad, and sister were um, blindsided. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know that he had a problem, mm-hmm. and and he got a hold of some bad bad heroin yeah. and. Oh, and that, and that was that when, was, that was that when was Laura? December of 2008. Okay. So really long, so maybe fentanyl before they even, I mean, now, oh. Now it's horrible. Oh, it's absolutely horrible. Really, really, really bad. And um, one of the young men that I've been working with for about five years died on Tuesday. Mm. So kind of reeling a little bit about that. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. And and can I ask, I mean, was it a fentanyl or a bad drug environment? Absolutely. Um, we, we also test people's drugs that live for Lolly. We, oh. um, wow, so I can bring my... I can bring my narcotics in and you anonymously will just test them for me, make sure there's no... Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Wow. So we a lot use, of people are a lot of... Is that a common? It is. And, and I don't know if you've heard about fentanyl test strips. That's okay. what we utilize. We put out about three thousand a month. Wow! That that we give away because we personally have tested and found fentanyl in every illicit drug from a sheet of blotter acid that had no hallucinogen on it at all. It was all fentanyl. Oh, um, Xanax and MDMA and cocaine. And personally, I believe that we all have bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone should be able to do a bump of cocaine at a bachelor party in Vegas if that's what they're doing and not have to die. Well, absolutely. I, I mean, know now now I'm seeing like Halloween is, is you know, look, look out for the candy that looks like uh, nerds. Let me tell you, because that is um, a scaremongering myth that has been started um, 
by people much higher than us. Mm-hmm. I can say, and I'll go on record and yeah. say it, dealers are not going to be giving away their stash yeah, right. in kids' Halloween candy. Sure, right. All right, right so, so what, what you're saying, that's more of a headline yes, grabber yes. than actual reality. Yes, okay. and even the DEA, it started with the yeah. DEA. They've backed off of that now mm-hmm. because they got so much backlash from people like us. Like, come on. Look at real. Yeah. We've all been dealers. I, I'm not right. giving a what? Right. For right. free to hook a seven-year-old? So, so, right. so it's not like an ice cream sample to get people to buy more. P- people aren't giving away the free ice cream. Right. No, not yeah. to a seven-year-old. Right. I mean, you know, it. but we are seeing substances younger and younger. Yeah, we are. Um, middle school. What do you attribute that to? I mean, you live, you live in this uh, environment. Yeah. What, what do you, why do you think it's different than the 70s, 80s when we were growing up? And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of out there and you, you'd experiment a little bit here or there, but it wasn't omnipresent in my life, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't think it was because of where I grew up or what color I was or how much money my dad made. From what I understand, this discriminates against nobody. I mean, it's yeah. right. No, everywhere. I think it's a multi-pronged issue. Uh, we aren't dealing with mental health. Mm-hmm. We aren't talking about it. We don't have the resources mm-hmm. to give people the type of mental health care that they need. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? When something like that is bothering us, I know what I did. Mm-hmm. Find something um, to, yeah. you know, find, find something, something to relieve to the pain. Escape. Yep. Relieve yeah. the pain. Sure. Um, we also are in an instant gratification Absolutely. society. Absolutely, that, that's what I was thinking. You know, we that's can go point. on my phone, I can order something on Amazon, it'll be there by the time I get home. And this is the culture that we've created. Right, that's a good point. You, but, don't, you don't like how things are right now? Here, you can change it. Right, right. Yeah, part of that, and I have kids, and I see a lot of kids, and I know I was a kid once, a long time ago, but I was a kid once. And what I grew up with as a kid is a community of other kids. Like, we couldn't go, I I couldn't go in my bedroom for hours and just lose myself. You know, I was always with other people. And what I see today is, is there's less community, and going back to the Rat Park, you know, theory or whatever and, and science part of that and, and and I think there's less community today and and I think that you know I think there's a lot of tools that are involved with that and a lot of loneliness and, and that can I mean these devices are wonderful but I think they're also dangerous these these phone devices they are and and there is community found in these devices but but it's not a controlled community either so it's and again, I'm not an alarmist, but I've had my grandkids at home, and all of a sudden I'm in the living room and they're talking to their friend Jasmine, and then all of a sudden Ed's in the room. I'm exactly. like, who, I'm like, who's Ed? I don't know, Grandpa. I don't know who Ed is. Well, Ed, get out of this room. You know, yeah. again, that didn't have that'd be tantamount to Ed walking into my bedroom when I was when I was ten years old. You know, it's like, how did Ed get in the house? Well, you know. But I, I don't think we're going to solve the problem today, but but I'm comforted to know that there's organizations like uh, Lolly, Live for Lolly, that are out there as a resource for people that are struggling right now. And I'm glad that SMART is out there as a resource for people that are struggling right now. And AA's out there and Life Ring's out there. And I'm, I'm blessed that and excited that 
podcasts are out there and TikTok accounts are now out there and 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 YouTube channels are out there. I think we need to fight the battle that there is an answer, that there is hope, and that there is a better way to live. And, you know, we always tout that. And you're coming from a place where there's a place where it's safer to live, you know. And so yeah. if we can combine those two messages, it's it's safer and it's better, then I think we're doing our part for humanity. Totally agree. Yeah. And it's personal. It, um, I always, When I'm coaching people, I suggest that they try everything. Mm-hmm. You know, go to all of these different recovery right. programs, go to refuge recovery, right. get meditative, get right. right on the inside. I'll do everything but acupuncture. Ain't no one coming by me with the needle. I love acupuncture. Really? Oh, oh my no, gosh. You should try it. No, dude. It is... Needles, me, needles But they're bad. not like those yeah, kind of needles. I know. Uh, you guys will have to, we'll do another podcast on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will do a podcast at the acupuncturist oh. when they're doing you. There you go. Live that would be. That we'll would call be. it Sober Dot Coffee Live Stick. Live there Stick. That's there awesome. you go. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate everything that you do. Um, give us a couple data points. So, live from Lolly uh, org. Live. Live for I'm sorry, Lally, live, and that's live, the number four. Okay, the number live four. Live for Lolly Okay, great. Uh, we have a um, not only our peer support. We have meetings six days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also do harm reduction. Do you know what harm reduction no, is? talk to me. Um, it is reducing the harms that come with substance use, keeping people alive until they can um, decide that they want something different. Okay. So we have a mobile unit that goes out into the community. It has all modes of consumption on it, mm. and we give out clean, clean works, mm-hmm. clean equipment. Mm-hmm. To reduce the spread of disease and maintain that connection. That's outstanding. Um, over the weekend, I and you talk about Rat Park. I went to a conference and Johan Hari was the keynote. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't know who he is, Google him. Mm-hmm. Great, great uh, TED talk. He talks about the opposite of addiction not being sobriety, which is mm-hmm. what we're used to. Connection. The opposite of addiction is connection. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so we're going to start. Um, that's one thing that the, the SMART program doesn't have is the camaraderie right. and the community right. that 12-step does. Right. So we're going to start that. We're starting uh, Sober Shenanigans. I like that. <laughs> that was nice bent on it. That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad we made the connection. Is there anything else you'd like to say before our time at the coffee shop, before they bump us out of our table here? Most important, you're not alone. Right. Take nothing from anyone right. without testing it. Right. If you if you need test strips, we'll mail them to you. Sweet. Just go That's to our awesome. website. That is awesome. Laura, thank you for your work that you do. It really, it's invaluable and, and appreciated. So thank you so much. Thanks pro, for having me. Pro-sobriety. Thanks, yeah. Laura. Thanks, Laura. Hey, Glenn. See ya. See you, brother. All right, man. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. 
Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.